From the Western Riverside Council of Governments, I'm Rachel Singer, and this is CogCast. Save the date for this year's Innovation Month, happening in April of 2021. Innovation Month is a time dedicated to commemorating inventive and entrepreneurial activities in Riverside County. To share more information on Innovation Month and the various opportunities available, we welcome Rob Moran, Deputy Director of Riverside County Business and Community Services. So Rob, thank you so much for being here with us today. It's a pleasure to be here, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Of course. So can you start us off and just share a bit about yourself? Yeah. Um, my name, again, Rob Moran. I'm with the County of Riverside Business and Community Services Department. Uh, it's where our economic development team is is housed and where our services are, are based from. Uh, but yeah, I live in the city of Riverside. I've been in Southern California. I'm like most people in Southern California. I moved here from somewhere else. Uh, I was uh, born and raised in the Pacific Northwest and uh, moved to Southern California in the late 80s to go to Cal Poly Pomona. And so I'm a, a college grad from the area, and I've been had the pleasure of serving uh, and working at the County of Riverside uh, for 28 years Wow! Um, in economic development, workforce development. Uh, I live in Riverside. I love it here and uh, just enjoy um, the, the growth and the opportunities that, that, mm-hmm. are, that have happened and that are here in, in the county and the region. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for your 28 years of service. That's, that's truly remarkable. And I, I also am from Riverside, SoCal area, so I also love the area. <laughs> I know we might have a biased audience, but... Um... It goes by in the blink of an eye. <laughs> Let me tell you, you'll be sitting here 28 years later going, holy cow, where did, where did time go? <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Um, so maybe kind of a fun question, but what's your favorite thing about Riverside County in the area? You know, that's a great question. One of the things, you know, I love is there's just the, the overall quality of life. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of diversity in Riverside County. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of both in terms of the, the, you know, the makeup of the people that live here and also just the diversity of things to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the Coachella Valley. I love the Southwest and Idlewild. And, you know, you can, you can ride, bikes and you can hike and you can go out and do a lot of outdoor activities and we have you know a great climate i know it gets a little hot (laughs) in the summer but we have a great climate here and there's just so much to do uh, both in riverside county and southern california that just makes it fun to live here Mm -hmm. and it's just just so many things that you know you can't possibly do them all but Mm -hmm. it makes life fun Definitely. I, I definitely agree. So my, my next question might put you a little bit on the hot seat, but yeah, who, yeah. who is your favorite entrepreneur and why? Obviously, we're talking about entrepreneurship and innovation today. So I wanted to get your take on that. You know, that's that was a great one. And I was thinking about that and I struggle with a little bit because, yeah, you probably get a lot of people that say Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or, you mm-hmm. know, or they love him or hate him or God knows what. <laughs> but for me, um, one of the people that I, I kind of like and, and he's I think more focused in the real estate side of things is his name is Robert Kiyosaki mm-hmm. and he wrote a series of books, but it started with a book called rich dad, poor dad. And it's really, uh, and, and I personally like real estate a lot and real estate investing. So it's, it's something that's kind of near and dear to my heart, but it was really that, you know, framing the idea of the entrepreneurial mindset and, 
how people view investing and money. And, and it really is a, a kind of an inspirational book. And, and he's sort of the, 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 the baseline that everybody uses kind of in the real estate world about investing. Um, and, and not just real estate investing, but also investing. And so he's, he's done very well with that book and a series of books he's written. But I like it just because of the, the fact that it's kind of gets you thinking about, you know, investing and money and working and all these different things in a different light. And, mm-hmm. and it's a, a pretty interesting and inspirational book. And so mm-hmm. I guess if I had to pick one, that would be a guy. But I, but I think one of the things I've, I've always been in awe is the entrepreneurs that we have locally mm-hmm. that when you see them get up there and they're willing to, to risk it all mm-hmm. and for a, an idea or an opportunity that they think is going to make money. Mm-hmm. And it's just something I just am always been in awe and, and have a deep respect for that regardless of whether they're ultimately successful or not, is that somebody's willing to put their, everything they've got, every, all mm-hmm. their time, all their money into an idea or concept thinking that they can make it work. That's pretty inspiring to me. So mm-hmm. just entrepreneurship in general is a really exciting thing for, for me to be a part of and, and to see others, others do. It's, it's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. And you're so right. It just, it starts with a simple idea and then it blossoms from there and it is an admirable career path for sure. Absolutely. And you know, we're, you know, we have jobs and we work for organizations, whether it's the county or WRCOG or, or a business somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the the path that I think the majority of folks take. But to watch entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing um, that they're just willing to take that idea or that concept, you know, like you said, mm-hmm. and then put it all on the line. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and some of them, you know, do one thing for the rest of their life. Others are serial entrepreneurs <laughs> with different, you know, there, there's, there's a whole subset of makeup of different you know, different types within that, that subset of, mm-hmm. or the entrepreneurship world. So it's, it's pretty amazing to, to see those folks do what they do. Kind of starting us off with um, Innovation Month. Um, obviously, it's yeah. next month, April 2021. Can you share um, maybe an overview of what is Innovation Month and um, why, why is it important as well? Yeah, Innovation Month was a an idea we came up with four years ago. We had our first Innovation Month in 2017. And basically, it's a celebration of innovation and entrepreneurship in Riverside mm-hmm. County, mm-hmm. simply put. And what that really means is uh, it, one of the things that we heard all, you know, all along over the years was that a lot of entrepreneurs feel alone. Mm-hmm. Um, they have this idea, but then they don't know what to do with it. They don't know where to go. And we also you know, saw that there was this, you know, sort of burgeoning tech sector in Riverside County, right? And it's grown quite a bit over Mm -hmm. the years. And that, so we wanted to celebrate and, and really I'll I'll share kind of why we do it in a minute, but it's the celebration of the ecosystem that we have in Riverside County uh, for entrepreneurs, whether they're tech related or not, um, to let them know they're not alone. There's a whole slew of resources available to them to help support either their existing business or if they want to take an idea and try to bring that to market, um, that there's just this this really cool ecosystem in Riverside County that supports entrepreneurship and innovation. And given the fact that, you know, 96% of the businesses in our county have 50 employees or less, we're, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think 77 or so is 25 or less. We're a small business county. Mm -hmm. Um, So we need to make sure that we're constantly in it. And we picked a month um, and we we selected April because we thought, you know, it's spring, it's a time of 
of birth and, and things growing and, and, and as good a time as any of the year. <laughs> and, and at first I was having this conversation with, uh, Kim Davidson in the city of, she was at the city of, uh, I think Corona at the time. And we said, Hey, I saw this, this effort that was being done in, I think Minnesota, but one of, by one of our economic development colleagues, and they were doing a, a professionals week, a young professionals week. And the idea was to keep young professionals in this particular city. And I don't remember mm-hmm. where it was. And they would highlight both the business type things as well as the social. So I said, Hey, Kim, let's do innovation week in Riverside County. And at the time she said, Oh, one week is way too short. We need to have an entire month. There's no way you're going to be able to get, you know, all the things that we are doing in Riverside County at both the city, county, private businesses. So we created innovation month in 2017. Um, Really the, the idea with innovation month is to celebrate that, ecosystem that we have in Riverside County um, and to showcase all these different services and programs that help support entrepreneurship, everything from the small business development centers um, that are the women's business center, the Epic Mm -hmm. SBDC that's tech focused at UCR, Mm -hmm. uh, the technology transfer, um, the financing tools that are available. Um, So it's really a celebration of that. and, and, And part of that too is one, uh, it's a, it's kind of a marketing tool for us. Is mm-hmm. one we want to market this to our internal entrepreneurs, um, and if we internally don't believe that this is a place of innovation and entrepreneurship, how on earth can we expect anybody else to mm-hmm. believe that? Mm-hmm. So we need to understand as residents and business owners of Riverside County that we have a lot going on here, mm-hmm. and that this is a great place to live and do business, and that. We are our own force to be reckoned with, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, the other part of that is we want this to be a tool uh, to market outside the region to mm-hmm. other areas that may me have not viewed us as a place of innovation and entrepreneurship mm-hmm. that, hey, Riverside County's got a lot going on. And it has garnered attention from folks in the Bay Area and L.A. that realize, hey, there's there's stuff going on out in Riverside County. Um, and a lot of that, too, has been in the tech sector, you know, which is, like I said, is, is growing. So, you know, it's, it's those, those kind of those three things. And that's what we're trying to do. Well, what types of events and opportunities are a part of Innovation Month? Because you've listed off a number of different, I guess you could call them like whys for why Innovation Month is important. But I'd love to hear what, like, um, yeah, opportunities. And what resources. is Innovation yeah. Month? Yeah. Totally. So it's and one of the things that our role is the county's playing the role as kind of the convener, mm-hmm. right? County mm-hmm. Economic Development is saying we're sort of the convener of Innovation Month. We want to rally the troops, so to speak. Uh, but really, this is a grassroots effort. This mm-hmm. isn't, we're not creating all the events. We're not hosting all the events. These are created and hosted by our partners, uh, by our cities, by our chambers of commerce, by businesses themselves mm-hmm. um, to tell their story. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, you know, you know, this year it's going virtual uh, because we're, you know, kind of still dealing with the pandemic. Right. And, and I know that's changing rapidly, but at this point, we, we still want to keep that, you know, a, a virtual event. Totally. And, and I think we'll get back to a in-person predominantly next year. Uh, and unfortunately, we had to skip 2019, but, or excuse me, 2020. Uh, but we said we, we, we can't afford to lose any more momentum mm-hmm. uh, because of the pandemic. So we're going to do this virtually. Mm-hmm. So most of the events are going to be, uh, you know, webinars, Zoom events, uh, and again, they don't historically uh, 
you know, we've done, this is our fourth one, but we've had everything from, you know, classroom events that talk about entrepreneurship and teach up entrepreneurship to social events where I'll give you an example uh, in Beaumont, a brewery hosted a networking event mm. where the owner of the brewery got up and basically shared his trials and tribulations and being a business owner kind of in a fun setting, right? Mm -hmm. So it was a networking event, but it was educational at the same mm -hmm. time. So we don't want it to be just, you know, sort of all about business. We want to show that there's a, a cool social fabric mm -hmm. as part of this. And, and, and those folks are entrepreneurs in and of themselves mm -hmm. and business owners. So it's everything from, you know, educational events, um, uh, social events, and uh, networking and all those types of things. And again, this year virtual, but the, the sort of what's become the cornerstone of innovation month is our fast pitch competition. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever watched Shark Tank, mm -hmm. this is a countywide fast pitch competition. This year, we, it looks like we're going to have five regional competitions, which generally we've had three, four, and I think we've got a, a new region of the county and, and I'll, I'll wait to share that until they're, they're ready to announce it. But having five regional competitions that are hosted by communities or organizations um, that will feed into the fast pitch finale, which is April 28th. Mm -hmm. And there's actually cash prizes for the, the, the winners. This year, uh, we, our collective partners have decided that we wanted to have more of a tech focus. Um, so tech related businesses mm -hmm. um, are really going to be the main focus of the fast pitch. In years past, we've had all different types of businesses. Uh, but this year, it's it's predominantly a tech focus to showcase kind of the innovation and tech sector that's growing here in mm -hmm. Riverside County. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, that's going to be really, really exciting to see. Totally. And all of those different opportunities from the fast pitch competition to some of the networking things that you talked about, that really goes back to what you were saying earlier of one of the concerns that you were hearing from entrepreneurs in the region of, I feel very alone, like in my own little lane, treading my own path of taking this constant right. idea. So that's really awesome to provide that community of resources as well um, to these entrepreneurs that are really putting it all out on the line in many ways. Absolutely. And that's, that's an excellent way to characterize it too, is this community of resources um, that, that's really out there and they're just incredible. Uh, and, and, you know, we're all investing in these things, right? They're, they're, mm -hmm. they're typically federal or state programs and some of them are private, you know, through chambers of commerce. Uh, they're available to these folks for the most part free. Mm -hmm. and, and they just need to be aware of them mm -hmm. that they're they're and they don't have to go into LA or the Bay Area or San Diego necessarily to, to get that. They can find a lot of that right here in Riverside County. Mm -hmm. So let's say that um, we have entrepreneurs listening into the podcast. So what would you tell them? How would they get involved in Innovation Month? What would be your recommendation? Well, first and foremost, I'd say go to our website, rivcoinnovation.org. Um, there's a calendar of events there. Uh, we use a, a tool called Sketch, which is an online, you know, calendar platform. Mm -hmm. It's part of our website. So they can see what's there. And that's getting checked back often because that's getting populated every day with new things. Mm -hmm. And frankly, it can be populated during Innovation Month. The kind of the beauty of this is there's there's very few rules, right? Mm -hmm. We don't want to limit ourselves in how we do this. So if somebody April 28th wants to put an event on the calendar, they can put an event on the calendar mm -hmm. on April 28th for the 29th or the 30th. And um, so I would say check back often because they'll have, you know, and there's already 
30 plus events already on the calendar, uh, but there's more. Now, if a business wants to get involved, let's say they want to do something as part of Innovation Month, please reach out to us and we'd be happy to uh, uh, put their event on the calendar if they want to, you know, talk about their business and entrepreneurship and what they're facing. Um, you know, we can we can put their event on the mm-hmm. calendar um, and share that with our partners mm-hmm. because everybody's kind of cross promoting, right? Or mm-hmm. different organizations are are you know using social media to promote these Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, etc. So it really is about that cross pollinization, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it sounds like I, I kind of admire the spontaneity of Innovation Month too. Of like, if you have something, like bring it to the table. Like, let's incorporate you yes. in. And I feel like that's in in the DNA of an entrepreneur at the same time, that spontaneity and go-getter attitude. So I really, I really love that. Um, so Innovation Month, it obviously has a, an end date at the end of April. So with that being said, what kind of activities or resources in the region um, or do you think are needed in the region after Innovation Month concludes? That's an excellent question. And, you know, first and foremost, we need our entrepreneurs and our, our, our uh, innovators, those that have these different ideas to realize that this is this is a month to celebrate, mm-hmm. but it doesn't end there and it doesn't start there. And so, you know, these resources are available year round and these partnerships are available year round is to know that this community of resources, as you you put it, or the ecosystem lives and grows and, and it's it's a, you know, kind of that rainforest. There's a interesting author and former venture capitalist, Victor Huang, um, from the Bay Area, who wrote this book about the rainforest. And it really is, and it's, I've heard him speak, and he's very inspiring. Um, it, it's about this rainforest and having an environment that encourages new ideas and thoughts. And so mm-hmm. certainly, as far as Innovation Month goes, we don't, to your point, we want it to be somewhat spontaneous and energetic, and we, we don't want there to be a lot of limits. Mm-hmm you know, because that, that would be just bureaucratic and we don't want to get in the way of ideas and innovation. But to your, your question, your follow-up question is, so what do we need to do after innovation month? And there's a couple areas that we definitely need more, more support in. And that is, and and this is just in that ecosystem and in that community, it's not that the County needs it. It's that community. And and that is number one, mentors, Hmm. more, owners of businesses or former owners of businesses that are willing to dedicate time to these new startups and new businesses that are, and, and those that are growing and expanding that expertise and, and, and knowledge that they've gained over the, you know, going through what these people are about to go through is critical. Mm-hmm. So we need, you know, that's one of the areas we need to grow as part of that community of resources is those, those mentors that are saying, Hey, look, I've been through that. I want to help you out. Let me spend some time with you. Mm-hmm. And then the other area that we're, that is, is specific to the tech sector and, and, you know, technology transfer is more of that venture capital and angel mm-hmm. capital that a lot of these tech startups need. So mm-hmm. that's something that, we're collectively working to grow is bringing that venture capital to this region. And it's happening, but it just, again, I always call it for lack of a better, just kind of a brass knuckle fight, right? It's something (laughs) we just have to continue to do every single day. And it's some of these partners that are, that are working to do that and it's Mm -hmm. taking hold. And that's the thing that's most exciting about this. It isn't, Mm -hmm. you know, if it would have just been our idea a few years ago, nobody really cared about it, then it would have been done and over with. But the fact that it continue to grow because continues to grow, 
is pretty exciting. Maybe in a few years, you know, it'll be something totally different or it'll go away and something else will be in its place. And that's fine too. It doesn't have to have an infinite life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think some of those um, things that you mentioned, they're really rooted in like that relationship aspect, the relational aspect of mentors and even like venture capitalists, like that's, that's a relationship. And so Absolutely. I think that that is that's almost like the undercurrent underneath that's kind of upholding the innovative activities that are happening in the region. So that's, those are really great points. So obviously this year has been, or really, well, yeah, it's been a year now um, since COVID-19 and all of what that has implied. How do you think that COVID-19 has impacted um, entrepreneurial and innovative activity in the region? That's an excellent question as well. And, and, you know, there's two ways. Mm -hmm. And first and foremost, of of course, we know that our business community has been along with, you know, the the entire nation, but... Mm -hmm it's been significantly impacted negatively by the pandemic and it's had a real detrimental effect, particularly in those sectors that, um, you know, are in the business of getting people together in one place, right? Our, mm-hmm. our restaurants, our bars, our hospitality convention. So we, we know that all those businesses, big and small, have been hit really hard. So that's not lost on any of us. But mm-hmm. I think one of the things that typically happens when you have an economic downturn, regardless of what that reason is for the downturn, is you have more people that tend to become entrepreneurs and start their own business. Uh, And that could be because the job that they had before is no longer there. It could be that that in combination with they've had this lingering burning idea in their head, Mm -hmm. they're finally going to, you know, take that leap of faith and, and, and invest in this, try to implement this and invest in this idea that they have. So you tend to see a little bit of a spike in entrepreneurship and innovation um, as you know, as a result of an economic downturn, the other, you know, component of it. So that's, that's particularly important as we have more people that choose to, or are kind of forced into starting their own businesses that we support and make sure they're aware of that community resources. The other side of it is, and, and I don't know if you want to call it a silver lining is that a lot of these businesses have been forced to pivot and change the way that they do business. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the restaurants that didn't have a takeout or delivery component before, you know, that's a real obvious example. A lot of those have, they, they, they've had to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also related to manufacturers that maybe they were making one product before. And we've seen others that now started making face shields mm-hmm. uh, in response to the pandemic. And so that also forces kind of a shift in mindset and some of these entrepreneurs that uh, they're, they're now pivoting to do different things and changing their model a little bit hmm. versus it was maybe before we do one thing and one thing only, they've been forced or, or decided to. They looked at a market opportunity and said, hey, if hmm. I do this, I can make this other product and sell that. You know, we saw that early on with hand sanitizers mm-hmm. and masks and some of the, you know, those those things that we all uh, uh, were in short supply because it, they, they ran out early mm-hmm. on. But I think that that will translate also into other sectors unrelated to the pandemic is that maybe that pivoting mm-hmm. uh, of philosophy. So I think that's going to be one of the unintended, you know, perhaps benefits of it is, is 
you know, shifting into different market segments that they maybe hadn't thought of before. That's one thing that the private sector is particularly gifted at is seeing opportunities pivoting and moving forward. That adaptability is definitely something that I think other industries can really learn from is seeing how quickly and the stories that have come out of particularly our region over the past year. I mean, yes, definitely, definitely difficult times over the past year for our communities. But at the same time, like in that same breath, there have still been so many amazing innovative practices that our business community has really undertaken, which is inspiring. Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better. So I know you've been in SoCal for a while and in Riverside County specifically for quite a few years now. So as someone who is very invested in the region, what do you hope to see happen in Riverside County over the next 10 years? You know, great. Uh, yeah, that's a good one, uh, Rachel. And I think for me, what I hope and I, I and I and I it's really more of a hope. I truly believe this and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I wouldn't say it if I didn't. And that is that I believe we're going to have a thriving tech sector here in Riverside County. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether it's seven years or 10 years or 15 years, I, I, I truly believe that we're poised to have a fundamental shift in in some of the the new industries that we have here in in Riverside County, mm-hmm. um, I see that you know the the stats and data don't support that. To be totally honest, at this point in time, but I see it happening with what's happening at places like UCR. I see it out in the Coachella Valley, uh, their iHub. I mm-hmm. see it down at the Murrieta Innovation Center. Um, the types of industries that 10, 15 years ago didn't didn't really see them or it was very very limited i see the technology transfer happening at ucr where professors that are creating new technologies and new ideas are now learning to transfer that into the market either themselves or with other partners businesses are being started by these ideas here mm-hmm. in riverside county like um, farm sense glow biomedical just to name a few the, the genomics lab down in Murrieta. Mm-hmm. These are things that I think a few years ago we would have thought there's just no way. Mm-hmm. And and that brain power and technological advancement created here is now, I think, being transferred out into the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And that's getting people's attention. And with attention comes money <laughs> and financing. And so I think this is a part of the ecosystem that's really going to grow over the next 10 years. And I, I think one day we'll be kind of looking at it going, wow, Riverside's got a, and, and Riverside County has this really uh, vibrant mm. tech and innovation sector and uh, just be amazed at what that looks like. Mm-hmm, certainly. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be on our podcast today. And thank you for your 28 years of service um, in the region. We're really thankful for your investment and for continuing to foster entrepreneurial, innovative activities, um, like Innovation Month. Do you have any final remarks before we sign off for the day? No, thank, thank you so much for, for allowing me to spend some time with you and to share this. Uh, I think it's a really exciting time. And, and I think as we come out of this pandemic, there's going to be a lot of wonderful things that happen um, and we can shake off COVID mm-hmm. and move forward. I know it's been really, really rough for everybody, but mm-hmm. it's just uh, it, it's great to be able to see this activity in Riverside County. And, and thank you to to you and WR Cog for, for helping us get the word out and share it because mm-hmm. it, it isn't about you know, the county doing it uh, by itself. It's really this community of resources, like you said earlier, 
to helping uh, uh, get the word out and, and grow this ecosystem. And at the end of the day, which grows our economy with mm -hmm. higher paying jobs. And that's what we all want. Definitely. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Rachel. Really appreciate it. For more information on Riverside County's Innovation Month happening April 2021, please visit the website at www.rivcoinnovation.org. For more information on WRCOG and the COGcast, please visit our website at www.wrcog.us. For more information about Riverside County's efforts on COVID-19, please visit rivcoph.org coronavirus.